Stop begging! Can you believe it? 11 weeks until the start of the season. I'm looking out now and all I'm seeing is Storm Dennis ravaging the west coast of Scotland. 11 weeks, it's not very long, but I see that the fixtures are out this week. Did you see that? So, top of the Premiership, first week, 2nd of May. That's when we're all starting, 2nd of May. And Dumfries are at home to Clydesdale. That's them coming up into the big show. And they've got a home game against Clydesdale. West go down to Greenock and will encounter their new Sri Lankan pro. Hopefully the nightmares of the Bandicar shambles uh, are far in the past. Weirs, one of the new boys in town, they enter the big show for the first time. They're playing against Greenock, so they're up the, uh, up the M80 and playing there at Stirling. And then we've got probably pick of the game, Day's game, and that's a day champions. In fact, champions, did you know that? Champions for the first time since 1934. Champions since 1934. Uh, Brian Clark's got his troops ready to go there, and he is, uh, well, they're expecting Fergus Lee to come up. We'll talk a little bit about Mike English and the fact that he won't be playing for them. He's gone down to air. We'll talk a little bit about transfers. And then the final game, the Lazarus-like Pollock, who are, have been saved from the brink. If you have read that screenshot, great news. And we'll touch on that with the big mechs coming on board with Pollock. They host Prestwick in the final game of the first round so that's the first round, but as I scroll down and uh, listen, if you're a team that's going to be hunting for some silverware, you're only interested probably in the last three games. So it's it's a bit of a mixed bag. I don't know what the, the Heed Hodgins have done at Western District D, WDCU, but certainly um, I'm guessing that they've probably pulled these fixtures out the hat because there's no real stellar three-way games uh, for the last lot of games of the season. So let's run through these Westies. Well, they've got three home games. They play Clydesdale, Fergus Lee, Weirs. I think of the five who are in the mix, West, Addingston, Clydesdale, Prestwick and Fergus Lee, I think they've probably got the hardest run, although they do have three games at home. Uddies, well, they they, uh, host Sterling and then they're away to Dumfries and then could be a biggie. At home to Clydesdale last game of the season for them. Clydesdale, well, they've got West. They've probably got as equal a hard run-in as West. Uh, they play West at uh, at Hamilton Crescent. Then they're, I think, up the road to Stirling. And then they're away to Uddy. So a tough last three games for Clydesdale. Prestwick, who ran Uddingston so close last year, they've got the easiest of the of the three last games there. Weir's Greenock and Dumfries, you've got to think that they're picking 25 points up there for those. And then Fergus Lee, who I have to say were going to be my definite tip had Mike English turned up for them this year. Uh, but they've got Pollock, they play West in the penultimate game and then they've got Sterling away. Great to see the fixtures are out and it's already beginning to, to bubble up quite nicely for the season ahead. So that is the fixtures. Let's have a little talk about transfer and transfer talk. There's been some interesting stuff. Have you looked at it? Uh, if you haven't looked at it, then the WDCU do a super transfer list that gets updated. I think it looks as if it gets updated weekly. 
And uh, so let's go through some of the talking points here. Gav Miko, who had a pretty good season 2018 uh, for East Kilbride, didn't seem to do too much for them. He's off uh, across the way to Uddy, so that's an East Kilbride to Uddy. Is he going to make a big impact over at Uddingston? Um, I'm wondering, he'll probably start off in the second team. Pieces cricketer, and then you've got Andy Hislop. Andy Hislop, stalwart at Clydesdale for many, many years. He's starting to play some of his cricket over at Watson's in the East. He's now come back, so I'm seeing that he'll be a good understudy to Angus Guy if he's got any Scotland or Durham commitments. And Andy, decent enough bat, I think he'll probably figure in their first team. And then we've got to look at East Kilbride. So they've lost Gav Meikle. All right. Uh, they've lost Salim Sabir now, who's gone off to Pollock. Uh, so he'll be there with the big mechs and see what he can do there. So that he took a good 4-4 against Fergus Lee. So clearly he can do some bowling and may well be doing some damage for Pollock. But then that's East Kilbride lost four. So they're going to lose Manib by all accounts. They've already lost Shaky. Gav Meikle's gone and now we've got Salim Sabir so really for for a club there that um, had done really really well was uh, struggled obviously in the the, the big show and um, yeah I, I don't know whether we're going to see them back up again and then we've got the two biggies we've got Mike English and we've got the big mechs so Mike English back but not back at Fergus Lee as most people had been thinking He's gone to air. Great signing for the boys in air. You've got to be thinking that with a 4-5, even 600 run season there, that's going to be enough to push them into the big show next year. Big loss for Fergus Lee, though. You would have thought, well, who wouldn't want 4-5, 600 runs in a season from one batsman? Big blow for Fergus Lee, methinks. Um, They were going to be my tip. Um, They need to find, I think, some more runs. I think that's where the were struggling last season to post totals against sides to make sure that they were as competitive as possible. So it'll be interesting to see Riyadh's take on that when we have a chat with him before the start of the season. But then the big news, the big news, isn't it, that the big makes his backs. He has pinned his colours to the mast, to the flagpole. The flagpole that for many looked as if it was going to be at half-mast Already, if you'd believed and seen some of the screenshots that were floating about of the demise of senior cricket at Pollock, great to see that the big mechs has answered the clarion call and he's back um, and he's going to go along to Pollock. I understand that he's he's got some position on the board there, on the committee, so that will be great. And uh, listen, there's a club, 148 years, we cannot... For cricket in the west of Scotland, we cannot be letting clubs of 148 years standing fizzle away. And it's great to see the big mechs is back there. He's obviously got his son is playing there. So there's a family connection. His son did pretty well, I think, out at the Under-19 World Cup. So he'll be rearing to go and it will be good. It'll be great to see the mechs back in the, the Western Union. Let's see what he is going to be giving whether or not he's going to be playing who knows you can't take anything for granted when uh, the big mix is about so it'll be great to see that so we've had a few on 
we've had uh, who we had him with with Briebs on. Oh yeah, um, I listened a bit of that. Talking yeah. to the talk yeah. um, as only Briebs can. Um, and then we had uh, Sammy, Sammy Zia from oh, yeah. some weird. Oh, because he's skippering. Yeah, so he's skippering there, and he's gonna he's gonna lead his troops into battle at the start of the season. And I thought, well, I'll give you a phone. Obviously, we'll get young. I don't know what I'm gonna do with them freeze. I probably have to do some sort of Skype thing. I don't. Know it's a long way to go for a. Yeah. I don't. I don't think any of their guys live up here. I don't know. Well, the one that did live up here has been tapped up by Adi, obviously. Of course, I. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, what we've been. Do- I mean, you've listened to Briebs and you've listened to Sammy. Just a real sort of recap on what happened last season, mm. and then maybe a bit of a chat about uh, what what you've got lined up for for this season. Yeah. So you won. The Rowan, I think, was that right? Yeah. You won the Rowan, yeah. um, but a bit disappointing in the league, I thought. I thought you might have done a little bit better than you did. Yeah. Um, what, what was your take on the season? I, I think, I mean, where we finished was probably reflective of the season as a whole, as it usually is. Uh, we lost to everybody above us. We didn't beat anybody who finished above us. I saw that. And we yeah. didn't lose to anyone who finished below us. Uh-huh. So You're the perfect average season. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, we've probably had a couple of seasons like that over the last, like, since we had a lot of success in, like, 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple of seasons like that where it feels like we've always been, like, re- in a rebuilding season. Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. Maybe uh, 2018 we finished second, which was, which was, which was good. But, uh, I, I think last year, I, it just felt like, Every, every season we seem to be in April thinking, right, this season we'll build the next season. Yes. That'll be the one where we yeah. uh, really challenge. Because you had a good start to the season. You won the first two on the bounce, yeah. and then you played against West, which a game, I guess, you thought you should have won. Certainly I saw the, I, the fag end of it, yeah. um, and it looked pretty much, uh, Dave McNulty batted pretty well towards the end. Um, but it certainly looked as if you had the game in the bag. I, I think he got dropped, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, we dropped him at long on, still about 20 odd to win. Yeah, yeah. And it was only Gav and. Well, there was nothing after that. Number 11, who. I can't remember what it was. Well, if Gav's at 10, I, I can't be much <laughs> after Gav, to tell you the and, truth. Uh, I dropped. Dave, and Dave, obviously, is a. He can hit a six. Yeah. Off m- most things. Uh huh. But it wasn't a great wicket. We batted first, got 160, and then we were always kind of, it was there or thereabouts in the chase, and then when we got into, we got used to eight down, we thought, right, just get McNulty, just get McNulty, and we mm-hmm. did, but unfortunately these things happen. Yeah. yeah. And then you guys got over the line, and I suppose... And I guess that's where our respective seasons, because we went on then to be Uddy next week, yeah. and then just went from strength to strength, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I wondered, had you beaten us you might have been able to do that. Yeah. Because at that stage, I'm a huge believer of it's all about confidence. And if yeah. you can start stringing win after win after win, then slowly but surely the confidence yeah. and then games that become a little bit, you know, if you didn't have that confidence, you wouldn't win those games. Yeah. And uh, I, it was kind of indicative as well of our season in that we didn't we lost a couple of key moments in that game. Mm-hmm. And we only got really badly beaten a couple of times. The yeah. rest of it was losing key moments in games, which I think goes down to having a really young team and a bit of an experience on in that sense. Yeah, because um, you won those first two games, and then the next five, you only picked up one. Yeah, so, and that, I guess once you start losing four, 
out of five, yeah. then you're thinking, well, you know, the league's probably gone yeah. by then, and then we you start probably, concentrating yeah. on 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 yeah. the 2020 stuff and, yeah. and the Scottish. Yeah, you can probably only afford to lose maybe three or four games. And it depends season. who you lose them to as well, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? That's important. Yeah, and uh, as we've already discussed, we lost every day who we would like to be competing with. Uh-huh, so. uh-huh. And how close did you cause an out- upset against Uddy last game of the season? Oh, as, yeah. We, um, you had them sort of four or five down, I, chasing had, something reasonable? No, we, so they, they batted first. Right. And... We had them five down, four down for not very many. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Away so and stuff like that. But then Gav, Gav Bradley, Bradley and Gill, mm-hmm. who like you know difficult to get rid of at the best of times. Yeah, both of them, and they kind of had a. I actually dropped Gav and slipped when he was on not very many. He made eight or yeah, eight or yeah, yeah. And then I can't remember what they got. Maybe two forty or. Something which was like mm-hmm. a bit much, and then we kept up with it or right in the chase, but then never really. Richie got out, Richie was going well and got out. Yeah, I mean, he had a good season when you had it. I, Is I that a bit of a bugbear that you only have him for so many games because of his Scotland stuff? I well, last year it was more because he uh, broke his, of course, he did he finger the, uh, playing for the Warriors, so he had to miss a few Scotland games as well, actually, right? But I think he only played maybe. Five. Five, five of the five games yeah. in the league uh-huh. which over 15 games we ended up playing is a big loss like yes. if you know West played only five games with Rory mm-hmm. or you know MD because Richie well, Greenock they would have been dead and buried I, exactly Richie oh, we don't have a pro but Richie's as close as we get in terms of uh, as good a player uh-huh. so it was, a, it was a big miss there. but we were kind of used to missing him on the odd game Yeah, and people having to fill in and and we've won a lot of games without him as well but yeah, yeah. when you have it over that amount of the season it's difficult to keep up mm-hmm. any, uh, any momentum I suppose and the junior factory still producing yeah, yeah you've got young Cairns who I, I didn't really follow too much of the under 19 World Cup I think he got a 50 did he bowl well what, I what got did a, you see? he got a 4 far and a couple of 2 fours. I did think he? as well yeah. I think he was one of the guys there was maybe f- I th- they'd probably say they had quite a disappointing World Cup. Yeah, I would say Although, so. Although there was quite a bit I mean, of hype around it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, we've never really done well in an under 19 World Cup, but um, there was maybe four or five guys who came out with quite a bit of sort of uh, credit. Mm-hmm. And he was one of them. Yeah. Stood out in a couple of games, so that's good news for us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you'll have him, what's his movements then? Is he doing a, is he, well, he's actually going, all right, yeah. okay. So, uh, so you, will, will he travel back for you? I hope so, I, yeah. but, worst case scenario, he'll be back in sort of mid to June, I suppose. Yeah. It's not like some of the guys at English Union who don't get back till mm-hmm. much later. And what's Angus doing? There's talking to going to Durham, is he? I, th- I think he, but he won't be starting there till after this summer. Right, so I think he deferred. Oh, has he? Aye, so because he was he was in South Africa playing before ah, Christmas. Right, okay. Uh, then he came back. Uh-huh. Then he was at the World Cup, and I think he's just now back here until okay. until the season. Right. Although he might be off somewhere else, I'm not sure. Good. And any talk about any county sniffing about? I know he'd been looked at by Durham. Aye, and... I mean, he's been on the uh, books with Durham. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Two seasons ago, he was away for like a whole month playing that stuff. I think last season. 
they played a, more of their games midweek, so we didn't really miss him that much. Yeah, I think he's still, you know, in their reckoning. He'll probably get some sort of unique contract where he maybe I, gets I'm a not sure to play summer. Of, yeah, I'm not sure. There must be some sort of relationship between the union and the yeah the county, but yeah, I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll have an eye on him anyway. So on the basis that he opens up for you, um, you've what I thought was that you were a batter light and, and clearly Shaky's back. Yeah. So talk to me about the that. Did did you approach him? Did he approach you? Was there a meeting of minds? Uh it was a kind of a, a bit of both. Um since he since I came into the first team maybe like twenty ten, twenty eleven when he was just almost about to leave to go down south. Yeah. Uh, we became teammates then obviously we've, we've been pals ever since really uh-huh. and even when he was back up at Kelburn and uh, New Year's East Kilbride you know we've kind of remained in touch and he's always said he wanted to come back here but mm-hmm. um, obviously he was coaching and captain at those clubs he was the sort of big man I think he's ready to sort of just play cricket yes. enjoy himself and uh, you know he was here from when he was six or something till he was I don't know 25, 26 so he still and he still looks the real deal I don't think he goes out to bat. I mean, he looks as if he, you know, he's still got it. Yeah, I mean, he's probably, he would say he's maybe had not as fruitful seasons as he would like, but he's been playing at Kelburn, Weirs, and East Kilbride, which aren't like batting paradises, Mm -hmm. first of all. Mm -hmm. And he's had probably a lot of other things on his mind in terms of coaching. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I think his career now is on a pathway where he's more happier. Or he's happier with that, and so Aye. he can now concentrate on on that, and so therefore, maybe the cricket is secondary. And sometimes, when the cricket becomes a little bit secondary, then you're not as you know weighed down with the shackles Aye. of having to do this, that, and the next thing. Aye. And he got uh, the only time we've played against him really in the last couple of years because he's been in the division below was this season, and he got 80, 80 odd not out against us mm-hmm. playing here. And I think when he batted here and got runs, I think he felt a bit like. Uh, I could get used to this again, you know. Yeah. And he said to me after the game, oh, I just understand the dimensions of the ground here. <laughs> like he knows where a ball's going to go for four and all that. So yeah, yeah. That may or may not be true, but I think he felt comfortable, so. Yeah, there'll be a better track. The, the, the track will suit his game, Aye. I guess, the ball Aye. coming on. Aye. Aye, it'll certainly uh, be an improvement. Uh-huh. Hope, anyway. Good. So hopefully he's got a few runs left in him. I'm sure he... Well, he'll talk that he's got a few <laughs> runs left in him. I don't Aye. know whether or not be as bullish as he was last season when he was talking about a 400, so... Aye, you'll, no. you'll be disappointed he's not a captain anywhere, so you don't get an interview him, I suppose. Well, listen, that's not going to stop him, <laughs> is it? He's already been biting away on the Twitters, um, so no doubt he will be wanting some sort of input, so we'll see where <laughs> we go with that. So... That's good that you've got the batter. Anybody else that you're talking to or you think is going to jump uh, So board? Andy Hislop, who is oh, yes, uh-huh. a junior here as well, yeah. he's been at, he went to Greenock and he was at Watson's for six, seven years or something. Yeah. Living in Edinburgh, but he's back in Glasgow now. So, oh, he's, right. so he's coming on board. He's good. Batsman, Brilliant. You know, Scotland under 19's, you know, good pedigree. Won two leagues here when he was here. So yeah, good. He's another good addition. In terms of other people, no, it's not... Overseas amateur rules again have changed, so I think, I think it's now become I, slightly easier I mean, to jump over since, that. We've not had an amateur for about 10 years or something. Right. Uh, we've had, obviously, pros, but no. An amateur, I think, sometimes can be hit or miss. You don't really know their cricketing pedigree and stuff yeah, like that, and, uh-huh. they, and they 
although you don't pay them, they cost in terms of flights and well, they do cost, and then they're they're taking up a place Aye. for one of your kids who you might think, you know what, is he that? And you're almost forced because you have bankrolled him by way of accommodation and uh, a flight. You're almost obliged to to play him. Aye, uh, and we had. I, I don't know if the league rules would change. But we had an amateur maybe twenty ten. This guy from India, Sham, and we tried to play him in the twos, and it wasn't allowed. Right. For some reason. So, so he couldn't even play, so he no, had to play the ones or not I, play at all. I, um, so, I, I mean, we've got plenty of uh, young guys who can uh-huh. play the role that an amateur would play. So yeah, yeah. I've not really thought about that at all. And you yourself, quite happy to do the captaining again. So, this is you, what, how many years Just is this? Second, right, okay. Second guy. So, I, I mean, last year was a bit of a. Uh, how did you find that? Had you done much captaincy beforehand? Yeah, I mean, I've I've captained every team at Clydesdale. Yeah, uh, and I'd filled in a bit in like the West League Cup and uh-huh. uh, in a couple of league games in the past. Yeah, so it wasn't like on the field there was no issues that the um, admin organisational. Well, that's of the, it, that's the like, thing that it, it can just become a bit of a bugbear and, and you then start to live for the Saturdays and the Wednesdays because that's really what you enjoy doing yeah. who, who likes um, doing all the admin kind of thing and then that's what you've got to do you've got to try and delegate that I guess Aye. what kind of team behind have you got to be able to assist with that so last year I probably just did it all myself because I thought it's easier that way but uh-huh. uh, we've got a cricket committee and stuff like that which help with various stuff this year I've got a manager as well, uh, Daddy Cairns' dad actually, Roger. Oh, right, uh, okay. Who's um, volunteered for... We'd had managers before in the past. Okay. First team managers who helped with like... All the shine. Know, the Saturday morning stuff. Uh-huh. So I'm on Morrison's at half nine in the morning, you know, buying bread. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not glamorous. No. Um, so I hopefully this year there'll be a bit more... I can just concentrate on... Um, oh, that's good. Playing. Uh-huh. Which is good. Well, that's a, that's a much better idea. So you've got people behind the scenes that that are dealing with that. Aye, we're lucky. We're lucky here that there's enough people who want to volunteer for stuff like that, and all other clubs. And do you feel that you have to coax them, or they're a big enough club that people actually say, you know what, I'm happy to stand up and be Aye. counted. There's 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 people who do that. I mean, you'd be surprised at how small the group of people actually. You know, people probably think Clydesdale is millions of members, yeah. easily filled positions, uh-huh, but uh-huh. it's still a bit difficult to coax people into doing stuff. Yes. But we're lucky that we've got so many people that there's enough. We're never totally struggling uh-huh. for people to do stuff. And so this segues in quite nicely to the next thing I'm going to talk about is your nearest and dearest rivals. Yeah. Not great stories I'm hearing over by... Um, I have seen a tweet from somebody, and it wasn't a tweet, it was a, a copy of, it looked very much as if it was part of the sort of AGM and there was a vote and it certainly didn't sound as if it was going to be playing out very well. Yeah. And there's a situation where Keith has obviously been front and centre with regards to the club, um, but hasn't I don't know whether he must have tried to get people behind because that's what you do. You after a period of time, you realise you know what I can't do this on my own. Um, and there's a club there where he's he's clearly been crying out for people to help, and for whatever reason he hasn't been able 
to, yeah. to get the support that's needed to keep the club forward. And if that club, you know, if they're senior, if they don't have a senior cricket, I mean, 148 years. I mean, we were at West there on Tuesday and we were saying, well, how old is Pollock? Um, 148 well, years, you know, and, and if that, a club like that, with that history and stature, is allowed to, you know, wither on the vine, yeah. that'll be shocking. Aye, it's a real, it's a real shame. I mean, I've, I don't know anything, but I've heard a few things, you know, as you do, mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> and overwhelmingly just feel like similar to you. It's just a, it's a real shame. Yeah. Uh, who knows? I mean, they might be able to pull something out of the bag, and uh-huh. you know, but you could. It was a ridiculous amount of stuff that Keith was doing. Yes. You know, you'd go down on like a Tuesday night before a Wesley Cup game or something, and he'd be there. At, Half three, cutting the grass, uh-huh. cleaning the clubhouse, scoring, doing the teas. Yeah, you know, blah blah blah. You you can you can't do that as a one man band, and and there can't be much enjoyment about that because you're just feeling yeah. set upon probably a lot of the time. Yeah, I feel like if if there's like five or six of you that are doing it, you don't mind doing a wee bit. Uh huh. Like you don't mind somebody doing the teas. Yeah, you know, somebody. Yeah. But when you've got to do all six of the jobs, or however many jobs there is. And, and you don't know if you're put in that situation where your club's about to fold, okay, and it's, listen guys, we're going to have to do something here, otherwise, you know, the place is going to close down, the bank are going to foreclose or whatever. You know, I would like to think that at least I would be one of the ones who'd be saying, you know what, yeah, I'm holding, I'm putting my hands up. Yeah. I just, it seems like. And I suppose with a club like this, you would hope that there would be other people who would be prepared to to say, well, you know what, yeah, I'll forgo doing this, that, and the next thing because this means a lot to me because I've had so much pleasure out of of having played for 20, 30, 40 years that that's the last thing and don't get me wrong West at certain stages whilst I've been there have been as close as that Mm. Um, yeah I mean as I said we're lucky that we've just got enough people to do stuff mm -hmm. and uh, we've got enough older members that would if push came to shove would put step in there's enough people behind the scenes that this place would never you know, get uh-huh. to that stage, but I don't know what this situation with Pollock is. And it's I mean, not really talking about monetarily. Aye, it's um, more like it's time. all about just giving your time to, to help. Because I mean, there's clubs with less members than Pollock. Who yes, are, who are fine, yeah. ostensibly. Yeah. So, aye, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you sort of noticed when I first started playing, like Saturday on Saturdays, you go to Pollock, there'd be a few people around. Uh huh. But in the last few years, there's just been nobody. Nobody there on a Saturday, apart no. from the people who are playing. So uh-huh. I suppose that's. And then they had the tennis there, and then they think I think they spent a bit of money on the tennis, and then suddenly that seems to have gone yeah. to pop. Um, and the tennis courts are gone to rack and ruin. There doesn't seem to be anybody there. Uh, um, and of course, I don't think they owned their ground. I think the ground, from what they were saying at West, they were saying that the ground was potentially leased. Um, and the buildings were, were leased so you know as soon as they say well listen that's it cricket's gone then the council will lease it to somebody else and, uh, that, and that'll be it they won't get a second chance yeah I'm not sure about the I, well, that's tr- I know like with here there's a there's a you know um, things to do with the lease which means cricket it has to be played here yes you can't sell it for flats or whatever well that's what we did at West uh, there was there was talk of um, you know West selling you know where the um, 
you know where the score box is? Aye. Yeah. So there is a part they were trying to sell where the bomb shelter was. Uh-huh. Um, and then it was found out we don't actually own part of the <laughs> ground because part of the ground is partly owned by this townhouses at the top of uh-huh. the ground. So part of their title, in fact, encroaches inside, oh, really? not where the boundary is, but just where the banking is. Oh, and yeah. As soon as we found that out, and they said, well, that's that stuff. <laughs> We're going to have to go cap in hand to people yeah. to see if we can survive. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah... I just hope that it turns itself around or the stories that we're hearing are, are wrong because it would Aye. be dread, a dreadful shame yeah. to lose one of the founding fathers of, of the Western Union yeah, absolutely. Um, to, to drop out of it. Yeah, terrible shame. shame, terrible shame. Okay, um, and then who do you think, so season, where do you see your season this coming season you're going to be up there title challenging or if not who do you think are going to be there thereabouts uh, I think we're, we'll, we'll be up and about in the conversation definitely mm-hmm. uh, to be honest I think it will be probably the same four or five clubs yeah. that have been in the top four or five for the last you know reasonable amount of time yeah unless Sterling have invested I can't see them offering much Weir's going to be I mean Weir's might cause a couple of bloody noses but I can't think that they're going to put a run together mm. Dumfries don't know much about them but it's really very unusual for a side that comes up yeah um, to although, have, they, although they won the league not that long ago I suppose yes 2012 or something like that but, yeah aye, so I think up, it'll be uh, you know I think it'll be probably favourites because they're Fergus they're never far away Pricewick mm-hmm. are difficult yes ourselves and, and the, the West yeah probably so I think those top five, and and it's conceivable that you know each of those clubs will be able to take points off one another. I do think Fergus Lee, if if Mike English is back and Hamza um, is back, then you know they could be very very strong. Yeah, be very I think that was a real big beat. difference between when they won the league twenty eighteen and then what to last year losing those two. Was was sure, massive. That's like 400, 500 runs. Well, he'd scored six, didn't he? 600, 600 runs. Well, we we, we played them three times in 2018 and they got 300s. Yeah. So we, I know more than anyone. Uh-huh. And Hamza must have taken 30 wickets or something. Yeah, yeah. So losing them would have been massive. So if they've got them, they'll be, they'll be uh-huh. much better challengers than yeah. if not, but they'll still be. And then Brian will have been investing shrewdly. There's <laughs> always a couple pop up. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, they? Indeed. They must, uh, you know, there must be some new flats in Addington. People are moving there or something. <laughs> <laughs> Never actually met anybody who lives in Addington, I don't <laughs> And Prestwick, who knows what's going to happen with, with Prestwick. They say that um, Bandicar's not coming back. Uh, right. They reckon he's off to Ireland, All so right. they'll, they'll oh, have I a new pro. signed a Sri Lankan guy or something. Is that right? I, right. No, I don't, don't know anything about him, but and they've got a new skipper as well, so we'll get him on the shoe and see where we go. Um, but that's good. That's twenty three minutes. Anything else to talk about? Don't think so. No, that's you're, it. you're the questions, man. Well, no, <laughs> <laughs> I've run out. Pollock, shaky. I think you had a bit of a tickle at Money, but I'm not too sure what's happening with him. 
No, I mean, there was no tickle. <laughs> from <laughs> end. I, th- I thought he'd move to East Renfrewshire. Yeah, but I don't think he's gone there. Um, right. I, I hear other stories about where he's gone, but no doubt the time will tell as to where he pops yeah. up. I'll be handy um, for whoever he goes to. Yeah, I mean, I think batting, he gives a solid four or five. Um, I think any team, if you had him coming in at four or five, would be you know, someone that you'd be thinking, you know what, quite fancy. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's it. Listen, thanks very much for for allowing me in, and no uh, we'll, we'll see how your season goes. Yeah, thanks very much. Okay, that was Paddy Barbar. How are they going to get on? I think they'll do okay. I think they'll do better than last year. Uh, on the basis that Barrow's going to be back and and is going to be fit, I think he will obviously bring a lot to the party. I think Shaky in there will give them another option with regards to batting. I think he'll have a strong season, not weighed down by the shackles of captaincy. He's back at where he's probably played his best cricket. I think they'll be looking for a three four hundred season from him, and I think that if they can get that out of him, get Angus up to three or four hundred again, then they just need to find somebody else along with Barrow, and I think the batting will take care of itself. Bowling wise, I'm not too sure about how they're going to go. But I tell you what, I think they could be right up there. They will have a fairly easy middle part to the season. Uh, The second group of games, I think the first uh, three or four games are probably pretty straightforward. And if they can get, as with most teams, what they'll be wanting is some momentum. If they can get that momentum to start really cracking it out as far as the second half of the season is concerned by the time they hit the last three games against West Sterling and Uddy if they're there or thereabouts do you know what they might be somebody's dark horse they're probably my dark horse as far as how they're going to do I do think that they will take I do think they'll do better in that they will take points off the teams that finished above them last year So I expect them to take points off the likes of West, Prestwick, Fergus Lee and Uddingston. Have they got the ability to put a strong, strong run together? Time will tell. But it's certainly looking better than it maybe was at this time last year for the boys from the Dale. I'm going to sign off, off down to the bomb shelter to hit some more balls. Again, 11 weeks. Can you imagine? 11 weeks and we're going to be out there. Uh, It's going to be coming around pretty, pretty quickly. I'm going to try and get Greg McDougall on. He's the skipper of Greenock. I'm still trying to speak to somebody from Dumfries. So if anybody can give me a steer as to who is steering the ship down there at Dumfries, I'd love to have a chat with them. I'm going to sign off. You've been listening to Out the Shoe. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong, but always certain.